Praise God. I want to continue talking about the Holy Spirit. You know, God spoke to me several weeks ago, several months ago, actually, to start ministering on Sunday mornings on the Holy Spirit. Most people uh, don't even uh, understand the work of the Holy Spirit. And uh, just like Acts chapter 9, when they said, you received the Holy Spirit since you believed, they said, we haven't so much as heard whether there be a Holy Spirit. And there's a lot of people, you know, I've talked, how many messages on speaking in tongues? And if you don't understand the power that's in that and the blessing of God giving you that, then then your God, the devil's keeping you blindfolded. And I'm telling you, he tries to keep you from getting uh, baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. You say, well, I don't believe in that stuff. Well, you'll never have to deal with it. But I'm telling you something. I thank God I did believe in it. And then I got hungry for it. And then I started, uh, I got the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And like I say, I pray in tongues. Like Paul said, I pray in tongues. Thank God I pray in tongues more than y'all. And trust me, I pray in tongues. I, I can't say more than y'all, but I pray in tongues a lot. And, uh, the, the if you, you're, you're to go get those CDs on, on that. You're to go get the ones I ministered on because there's so many benefits to praying in the Holy Ghost and just physical. There's physical benefits to it. And uh, so I'm telling you something, you, you need to get those CDs and, and all the ones on the, on the Holy Spirit. And this morning, I want to go to John chapter 14 once again and, and uh, allow me a few minutes this morning to, uh, to minister uh, on the Holy Spirit this morning. We're, we're, we, I could stay on tongues for a while, but I gave you uh, quite a bit of information. In uh, chapter uh, 14, verse 15 says, and amplifies, it said, If you really love me, you'll keep and obey my commands. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, a counselor, a helper, an intercessor, an advocate, a strengthener, and a standby, that he may remain with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, welcome take into his heart because it does not see him or know and recognize him, but you know and recognize him for he lives with you constantly and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans, comfortless, desolate, bereaved, forlorn, helpless. I will come back to you. So I want to talk about this morning because one of the things the Bible says the Holy Ghost is, is our helper, is our helper. And so I want to talk about the helper this morning. Where did Jesus say? He said he's going to be with you forever and he's going to be what? In you. So it's the Holy Spirit that's in you. When you got born again, he's the one who moved in you. So you have been born of God, born again, and the Holy Spirit resides on the inside of you. And that's what Jesus was telling us right here. When we say Jesus is living on the inside of us, basically in the person of the Holy Spirit. In the person of the Holy Spirit, Jesus seated at the right hand of the Father. The Holy Ghost is down here in us and on us and working for us. And so we have the Holy Spirit here with us. And the Bible, Jesus said he's going to be with us forever. And I got to really thinking about him being our helper. We need help sometimes, don't we? We need help a lot, all the time. And uh, I'm going to minister to you. And let, But first of all, I want to give you the, uh, the definition of help. And, uh, of course, I always say it's the Noah Webster's uh, 1828 uh, dictionary. And it says this, it's to aid, to assist, to lend strength or means towards effecting a purpose. As to help a man in his work, to help another in raising a building, to help one to pay his debts, to help the memory or the understanding, to lend means of deliverance 
as to help one in distress, to help one out of prison, to relieve, to cure, to bring a supply. And I thought that was pretty good just in that because that fits everything the Holy Ghost is to us, right? And a helper is one that supplies with anything wanted. A helper is one that supplies with anything wanted. What did Jesus say he was to us? A helper. He's going to be our helper. Ephesians 2.10. Ephesians 2.10. Y'all know what this says, but... It says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. For we are God's, Amplified says, for we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew that we may do those work, good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. So praise God. Uh, the, the, can you punch that, Kathy, up in the, the verse 10 in the New Living Translation? Keep me from having to switch my Bible over. The New Living Translation. Is it simple to do? There it is. It says, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. I'm telling you, we are God's workmanship. Amen. I'm just reading these kind of get to where I'm, uh, get to where I want to stop. And, uh, look at Philippians 2. Philippians 2, verse 12. Glory to God. It says, therefore, my beloved, verse 12, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to do for his good pleasure. For it is God who works in God who? God the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit works in you both to will and to do of His, for His good pleasure. The Amplified says, not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for His good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. Who's working in you? The Holy Ghost. He's working in who? You, the born-again believers, He's working in you. He's your helper. He wants to help you. The New Living Translation says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. The New Century Version says, Because God is working in you to help you want to do and be able to do what pleases Him. To make you want to do and able to do what pleases Him. Did you know God wants you to please Him? And by by all rights, every one of us should want to please Him. Am I right? We should all want to please God. And so, go to Galatians. Galatians chapter 5. This is kind of where the Lord, actually as I was studying last night, kind of took me right here and 
and talking about the Holy Spirit as my helper. You know, we, we are to call on him as a helper. Huh? I mean, if he's here to help, why not ask him to help? Huh? I mean, if you have a helper and you never ask them for any help or never tell them what you need done, then bless God, how are they going to help you? I remember years ago when I started working on power plants and when I was in uh, Rockdale, I believe it was Rockdale, I had this particular uh, uh, helper. Because, uh, you know, journeyman, they had helpers, the first, second, third, third class journeyman, first, second helpers anyway. I started out as a second-class helper and then moved up to a second-class helper and then moved up to a journeyman, I think, in less than six months. And uh, so I had a helper, and his name was Renee. I always thought that was a girl's name, but anyway, his name was Renee. And I, I, I could never remember it until this morning. I was thinking about him, and God brought his name up to me, and it was Renee. And uh, he would tell me, because I was always, I've, I've been always this way, that I'm always like this. If I can do it, I'll do it myself. I don't know if any of y'all are like that. Because I found out if I do it myself, I know it's going to get done. And so I have a hard time asking somebody to do something because I figure I'll just do it myself if I'm, if I'm capable of doing it. I'm trying to learn not to be that way. And uh, But anyway, I'd go, I'd go get the come along or whatever was doing, I'd just go get it. And he finally looked at me and said, if you would tell me what you need, I would go get it. He said, I'm here to help you. I'm your helper. And I said, well... I just helped it. I did do, and it still didn't matter. I still did, which he helped me and stuff. And it's the same way with the Holy Spirit. If we don't ever rely upon him, if we never ask him to help us, help me, Holy Ghost. And I'm telling you what I'm just going to talk to you about. You're going to need his help in doing this. And that's in verse 22 of Galatians. All of us know this, this. And I am actually going to start reading. I'm going to read this in the Amplified Bible. Verse 22 says this, But the fruit of the Holy Spirit, listen to this, the work which His presence within accomplishes, the work which His presence inside of us accomplishes is love, joy, gladness, it says, peace, patience, and even temper, forbearance, kindness, goodness, benevolence, faithfulness, gentleness, which is meekness, humility, self-control, self-restraint, continuance. Against such there's no law that can bring a charge. This is what the Bible says. The Holy Spirit wants to accomplish this in you. The fruit of the Spirit. Listen, we are to talk about the fruit because Jesus said they're going to know you by the fruit. They're going to know you by your fruit. And Jesus said, you cannot produce fruit apart from the vine. And so the fruit is very important in our lives because that displays God in us. So he said, the Holy Ghost, he wants to accomplish and he wants to affect inside of you love. Love, that's the word agape, which is the God kind of love, the unconditional love. He wants to develop that in our lives. Have you ever said, God, you're going to have to help me love? Holy Ghost, you're going to have to help me love that person. Anybody ever been there? Sometimes you may have said of your wife or husband, God, you're going to have to help me love them today. Come on. You ought not, but we did love them anyway. But I'm telling you, sometimes when somebody rubs the person the wrong way, you say, I'm going to need some help here, Holy Ghost. <laughs> Got to have a little help with this one. Huh? Do you know what he's there? He's there to help you and to accomplish that. To walk in love. 
To have that love nature about you. Listen to me. When it talks about the fruit of the Spirit, it didn't say the fruits of the Spirit. Do you know, here's the thing. God is love, right? God is love. It didn't say God is joy. It didn't say God is peace. It says God is love. So I like what Creflo said one time. He said, actually, what we're seeing is the product of the byproducts of love. Of the, of the love, the love walk. So if we can ask God or ask the Holy Spirit since he lives on the inside of us. Now I know you're here working in me to accomplish love in my life and I'm not supposed to just pick and choose who I'm going to love. I got to love everybody. Huh? Listen, it wasn't, it whatever you decide. If you decide you love them, fine. If you decide you don't love them, that's fine too. That isn't what the Bible said. He said, you got to love everybody. In fact, by this, all men will know that you're my disciples by the love that you show one towards another. Love is the very, uh, nature of God and it's very, the God himself. And, and you, we need to ask God sometimes. Listen, you know, I thought, I haven't really thought about that until last night. Thinking, Holy Ghost, I need help loving some folk. I know y'all aren't like me. You might need help loving your boss or, or your in-law or something like that. I'm telling you, whatever it is, you say, Holy Ghost, you're in here to accomplish that in me. Help me love them. Are you here? Help me love them. And you know what he's doing? He's helping you. He's going to help you love. And listen to me. I found this out. If you want to start loving somebody, start praying for them. He said, pray for your enemies. Do good to those who despitefully use you and abuse you. And so we got to understand the fruit of the Spirit is love and the Holy Ghost wants to accomplish that on the inside of you. He wants the church to walk and live in love. Now listen, I have no control over how you love, but I definitely have control over how I love. No control over how you love. In fact, I'll go with something even stronger than that. The Holy Ghost don't have any control over how you love. He can assist you to love but he won't make you love. Am I right? We know that to be true because sometimes we hate somebody when the Holy Ghost loves them and wants us to love them. Huh? But all the while, there's some. Did you notice when the Holy Ghost is working on the inside of us, wanting us to walk in love and such as that, and we're hating somebody or we're mad at somebody such as that, there's, a, there's something churning on the inside of us. Why? The Holy Ghost wants you to love them. The Holy Ghost wants you to love them. And so what we need to do is call on our helper. Call on our helper, helper, Holy Spirit, help me to love that individual and all individuals. Come on now, love is very important in our lives, the fruit of the Spirit. If they're going to know us by the fruit that we bear, we're going to have to bear some fruit. Huh? Have you ever met somebody that just drips with love? Well, that don't say much. Nobody shook their head and we're all here and here together. You know, it's, here's, here's my deal. Isn't it amazing when you always talk about, you think about love and you start thinking about somebody you know, not you? <laughs> you say, well, that's me. That's me that's always loving and stuff like this, but no, we're always thinking about somebody else that walks in love and lives in love. And uh, Linda said, Doris Parker, there's a couple we got involved in prison ministry years ago and, and such as that. And they're, they were always the same. They was the most loving people we have ever met. Y'all, y'all know Doris and Leslie and, and the most loving people we had ever met. And I'm thinking, and it just dawned on me, it ought to be my testimony. It wouldn't, shouldn't somebody, if they're thinking about people who love, be thinking about your name? But they're not. Well, they might be. I'm not saying they're not. They might be. Huh? 
I would like him to say, that's a Pastor Randy. He's the most loving person I've ever met in my life, but I ain't never heard nobody told me that. (laughs) Or tell me that. I might need to say, help me, Holy Spirit. (laughs) Say it with me. Help me, Holy Spirit, Spirit. to love. And then it says, it says the fruit of the work of the Holy Spirit, His presence accomplishes is love and joy. God wants you to have joy. I said, He wants you to have joy. It's sad when Christians are the saddest people on the planet. Huh? He wants you to have, uh, uh, He wants you to have, uh, uh, joy, which is cheerfulness, is calm delight, and it's gladness. He wants you to have joy. You, so if you feel like you're just down, down and out and in the mully grubs and nothing seems to be happy, ha- happy in your life, you're gonna say, Holy Ghost, I need you to help my joy. Am I, is it all right? You need, I need you to help my joy. I need some joy. I need, I need, listen, sometimes you have to make a smile come on your face. Huh? Because a frown will just show up automatically. Right? And I'm telling you, it's sad when people look at Christians and say, you must be very unhappy today. Huh? I know every time I give that word for Wednesday, Linda says, is always behind that phone smiling. I'm thinking, I'm talking. It's hard to smile and talk at the same time, but I guess you can. I am now, ain't I? <laughs> so he wants to help your joy. Say it with me. Holy Ghost, help my joy. I'm joyful. I'm full of joy. You said, how do you know you're full of joy? Well, Jesus said, I want your joy full. And here's the thing about it is somebody say, I'm looking for my joy. Well, just look down in here. It's down in here. We need to get the Holy Ghost, let the Holy Ghost help us bring that out. Huh? I, I like what uh, uh, somebody said uh, on the radio one time. He said, you need to smile, let people wonder what you're up to. You need to be happy, just rejoicing and, and excited about God and joy. Listen, Christians are to be the happiest people on the planet. But understand something about joy. Joy and happiness are not the same thing because happiness is based on happenings. Joy is based upon your relationship with Jesus Christ and what the Holy Ghost wants to accomplish in your life. Isn't that what we read? He wants to accomplish joy in your life. Hallelujah. We, uh, I think we're to all start getting up in the morning and said, Holy Spirit, I, I ask you to help me love. I ask you to help me walk and live in the joy that I have on the inside of me. Then it says this. It says joy, gladness, which is, a, if y'all know the amplifiers and princes. And then it says peace. The Holy Spirit wants to accomplish peace in your life. It's irene, irene which is prosperity. It's quietness. It's rest. It's set at one again. So God wants you to have rest. He wants you to have peace. He wants you to have quietness. He wants your life to be good. Amen? Listen, you can't buy peace, but the Holy Ghost can accomplish it in your life. We need to ask Him for help. When it seems like you're in turmoil, when, when the waters are being churned, when the storms are raging, you need to say, Helper, Holy Ghost, I need peace. I need peace. I want you to accomplish that in my life. Am I right? I mean, if he's here to help, we got to give him something to help do. If he said, I want to help your peace, he wants to help your peace. Right? 
And so then he goes on to say, it says your peace, and then here's one that's going to, we really need to ask him to help us, patience. Patience, which is, uh, uh, which is uh, an even temper and forbearance. Patience. Is God patient? The Bible says God is patient. The Holy Ghost is patient. And he said the Holy Spirit will help your patience. He will help accomplish patience, patience in your life. Here's what a lot of people say. Well, I just don't have any patience. Anybody ever said that? Don't raise your hand. Don't point. Well, I don't have any patience. I just don't have no patience. But the Bible says you are to put patience to work in your life. So patience is something that's on the inside of us. We can't say, well, I don't have. Sometimes we say we don't have something that God has already deposited in us. What we are to say is I'm not willing to develop this. I'm not willing to operate in this. I'm not willing to uh, allow the Holy Spirit to develop this in my life. That's what we are to be saying and saying I don't have it because it's obvious that if the Holy Ghost is in you, the fruit of the Spirit is in you. It just has to have an accomplishment in you. And so patience is something we all have. Shall I have patience? Look at the next person and say, you have patience. My wife was looking right at me. You have patience. Come on now, an even temper. You know, impatient people are angry people. Or they get angry quick. Am I right? Impatient people get angry quick. Huh? That's why when you go to McDonald's and get a burger and they take over two seconds to get it out. What's taking this burger so long? Huh? Or you get there and somebody's sitting there looking at the menu. McDonald's ain't changed nothing. And they'll sit and look for 30 minutes at the menu. I'm thinking, my God, you're going to order what you order every time you come. If they're like me, I'll put it that way. I'm a creature of habit. Usually everywhere I go, I usually order the same thing because that's what I like. But I'm telling, I'll just be honest with you. I have never just called Holy Ghost, you're going to have to help my patience right here. But I have stood in line before and said, I have patience. I have patience. I have patience. I got patience. Jesus, I got patience. Jesus. Anybody ever been there? When I say Holy Ghost, you're going to help me right now. Because they visiting up there and they talking, they get they talking about the mama and their children and everything else. And they up there talking, they're visiting. I'm trying to get out of here, and I'll say, I got patience. I got patience. How y'all doing? I got patience. Well, I do have patience, but it's it's having to work, huh? And then when you get up there, you say something. How you doing? I'm great. Now. Huh? Why? Because the Holy Spirit's my helper. I, I, I really thought about it. I said, Holy Spirit, you got to help me right now. I need patience working right now. And you said that accompli- you accomplished that in my life. Why? Because I'm telling you something. Patience is something that people watch in our lives. Am I right? I don't want people saying he's a very impatient man, which I try my best to make people think I'm a very patient man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then you're talking about kindness. Kindness. Which patience, and King James says, says uh, long-suffering. 
And uh, instead of kindness in, in the in the over here, it says uh, it says, well, it does say kindness there, gentleness in the King James, which is usefulness, excellence in character, demeanor, kindness. And so it says kindness, the Holy Spirit's working in us to accomplish kindness. We can be kind. I said, we can be kind. You say, well, I tried that once and it didn't work. Well, you needed to call on the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, help me be kind. I tell you what, when I see them again, I'm going to tell them what I think about them. That's when you better start saying, Holy Ghost, it's kindness. I need some kindness. Everybody shout, the Holy Spirit is helping me be kind. Huh? I tell you what, I have seen some some of the rudest people I've seen were Christians. And that's one of the biggest marks that go against you from those people. Huh? I remember uh, uh, Sam Carr saying this of a situation. He said he blew up at a a builder that was in his house, and he blew up at him because he wasn't doing some things right, and he just just did some things, that said some things to him he shouldn't have, and the Holy Ghost told him, he said, you just blew any chance of ever ministering to that man. Huh? Being kind. Uh, Sometimes you you just have to set yourself aside... And let the Holy Ghost be the Holy Ghost in you. Have you ever done that? I guarantee everybody in here has done that at one point or another in their life. And you're saying, I'll tell you what. And you say, I've been in situations. I rehearsed how I was going to tell what I was going to tell somebody. Rehearsed how I was going to say it. And I was going to say it kind and good and nice. But bless God, I was going to put my foot down on it. And I get there and said totally different than what I even thought I was going to say. The Holy Ghost just moved in and took over. Huh? And you know what? I was glad. I said, I was glad because that represents who we are. So it says kindness, and then it says goodness. Goodness is virtue. Ben, 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 benef- benevolence. Don't say benevolence. B-E-N-E-F-I-C-E-N-C-E. Benefits? Bene- benefit? Benefit? Anyway, here's what it means. It means, listen to this, the goodness is, it means the practice of doing good, active goodness, kindness, or charity. Or charity. And the God, the Holy Ghost wants to accomplish that in our lives. He wants that to be a, a part of our life. So, you know, when we're reading the fruit of the Spirit, I think we're to think about them sometimes and just be meditate them on them sometimes and, and then uh, uh, look at ourselves and say, how am I doing in this area? How am I doing in the area of goodness? How am I doing in the area of kindness? How am I doing in the area of, of patience? How am I doing in the area of peace and joy and love? How am I doing in this? Holy Spirit, you've got to help me because you're here to accomplish that and develop that in my life, but nothing can be developed without exercise. Did you know we have to exercise this? We have to act on it. Let, let me tell you something. He didn't say the fruit of your flesh. He didn't say the fruit of your feelings. He said the fruit of the Spirit of God on the inside of you. And I'm telling you something. If we rely upon our flesh, we will, we'll do all kinds of crazy things and do all kinds of silly things. You'll, and driving down the road, oh my goodness, aren't you glad the people in the other car can't hear you? 
I'll tell you what, I heard a story the other day about a woman had road rage that got in the car, got out of her car, mat, and stabbed the other woman to death right on the street. People got shot all the time. Listen to me, I guarantee I've seen the Christians can get that mad. Getting quiet in this Holy Ghost church now. Huh? Listen, I haven't been that mad to want to stab nobody yet. But I've been aggravated before. I'm thinking, they, pardon what I'm just going to say, but I said, them people must be older than the hills driving in front of me. I said, they are slow and drive up and some young person taking pictures of themselves. I'm thinking, good Lord have mercy, you're on Highway 6 driving 30 miles an hour, taking photos of yourself driving down the road, and I thought you were some 90-year-old person. And then I got to thinking, they're probably looking at my gray hair in the back, so that's some old man up there driving at a car up there. Huh? But I guarantee you, this old man, they're going to catch me to see me. Because I tell you what, if it's a 75 mile an hour speed limit, I'm, that car's going to be on 75. If it's 85, it's going to be on 85 and may a little above that. Huh? And I am not going to take a picture of myself driving down the road. Hey, Bubba, smile, Randy. <laughs> huh? First of all, it shocked me the first time I had my picture turned around. I was taking a picture and I said, my God, it's me in there. (laughs) How'd that happen? (laughs) And I didn't snap it either. And so there's, there's, there's goodness, uh, uh, the practice of doing good. Holy Ghost help us in that. And then there's faith, faithfulness. That's what that is, faithfulness, to be faithful. God, help me be faithful on my job. Help me be faithful in my marriage. Help me be faithful in this or that, whatever. Help me be faithful in my job, whatever it is. Holy Ghost, help me to be faithful, true, loyal. Isn't that what He wants to accomplish in your life? Faithfulness? God is faithful. He wants you faithful. It will bless your life. Amen? So faithfulness, is, is it means a constancy. We're always the same. And then the fruit of the Spirit is meekness, gentleness, or humility. Meekness, humility. God resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. And so humility is not thinking more highly of yourself than you ought to think, but I tell you what, submitting yourself to the Bible says we're to submit one to another. That takes humility to do that. Sometimes people's biggest problem is pride. They can't, they can't put their pride aside to go and do something for somebody or, or even receive any help or any kind. And I guess that's what, in the sense, sometimes we refuse help in times because we're too proud when we're to humble ourselves and say, whatever. Help me, Holy Spirit, to be meek, to humble myself. Amen? He'll help us. In, isn't it amazing? He said, this is what he wants to accomplish in you. So if he wants to accomplish that in you, he wants to do it in you. All we got to do is be willing to give him our attention and give him ourselves. God, make me a fruit bearer. 
I want to bear fruit. I, I want people when they see me and see you, I want them to say, man, that person is a Christian. They love God because look at the fruit of love, kindness, goodness, joy, peace in their lives, faithfulness, temperance, and all such as that. Look at the fruit in there because I'm telling you that people will look at your fruit. There's times in the spring I'll drive down the road and I'll see these fruit trees and I'll say, well, that's a peach tree out there in full bloom. But how many knows you can't eat the bloom? I guess you could. It ain't going to be that good. (laughs) But there's going to be a time there's going to be a fruit on there. See, fruit has to be developed. Even in us. We have to develop it. Your muscles have to be developed. But you have to exercise them to get them developed. You have to exercise love, patience, peace. Exercise it. Amen? And then you got temperance, which is self-control. Self-control. Temperance is self-control. We need to get a control on ourself. Self-control. You know, your anger does not have to control you. Circumstances, situations don't have to control you. I'm telling you what, you can control the situation. Temperance. Holy Ghost, help me to control myself. Well, God told Mark Hankins, he said, you can't control everybody, but I'd appreciate it if you control yourself. So I'm telling something, we can ask Holy Ghost. If he's here as our helper, then why can't we ask him to help us in every single one of these areas of life? So the next question is, why don't we? Listen, if I can stand in line and ask God, hey, give me power, I got patience, I got patience, I got patience. Well, I already start doing that before I go to Walmart. What happened? We got up and said, God, I thank you for patience this morning. Holy Ghost, you're going to accomplish that in me today. I thank you for joy. I don't care what happens on my job. The joy of the Lord is my strength, and I'm going to rejoice in God. And no matter what the storm is, I'm going to have peace in Jesus' name because, God, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to help me in every area in the fruit of the Spirit that, God, I'm going to accomplish that. It's going to be uh, prevalent in my life, and people's going to see you and not me today. See, the Holy Spirit is in us to help us bear fruit, to live pleasing to God and to live righteously. And what we have to do is ask Him to help us. Amen. Ask Him to help. Jesus says, you have not because you ask not. Well, wouldn't it be the same in asking God? You said, well, I tell you what, if the Holy Ghost is in me and the fruit of the Spirit's on the inside of me, it's just going to automatically happen. How's that working for you? If it's just going to automatically happen, how, how's that working? I found out sometimes I, 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 I'm dealing, I'm, I'm lacking in a few areas. It's not because it's not in me. It's because I'm not exercising it and I'm not allowing the Holy Spirit to accomplish that in my life. Now, He is your helper. And He wants you to love, joy, have joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, temperance, faithfulness. He wants you to have all those things working in your life. And He'll accomplish that in you if you will let him. Father, we love you. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you're living on the inside of us to will and do of your good pleasure. God, we're so grateful that we we don't have to live out of our flesh, but we can live out of our spirit. We can live in the inner man. We can be inside-minded. God, relying upon the Holy Spirit to lead us, to guide us, and to direct us. Today, Father God, as we've talked about the fruit of the Spirit, 
that the Holy Spirit wants to develop in us and accomplish in our lives. And we're asking you today, Holy Spirit, to help us. To help us be pleasing in our Father's sight. To help us live a godly life that when we're outside the doors of Word of Life Family Worship Center, Father God, they see Jesus. They see that our lives has been bettered since we've been born again. That God has made things better and more enjoyable for us through Jesus Christ and through the baptism in the Holy Spirit and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. So Father, today we just want to say thank you for sending us a helper to help us live a righteous, godly life. Thank you, Jesus. Say this with me, Jesus. Jesus. I ask you today, by the power of the Holy Spirit, to help me be a witness wherever I go. That they will know me because of the fruit of the Holy Spirit that abides in me and is coming forth from me. Help me to love all people and be kind and good and patient with them and faithful to stay the course of what you called me to do. We love you today. We appreciate you today. And we thank you, Holy Ghost, once again for your help In Jesus' name.